Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Franchise Bible Coach Radio with Rick and Rob. I'm Rob Ganley, your co-host. Rick Grossman is my co-host and is not with us today. I'm going solo. Uh, but he is the author of the Franchise Bible, and you can learn more about that on uh, Amazon.com and places like that. But what I wanted to do is thank our sponsors, uh, Franchise Bible Coach, and I wanted to point out that the FranchiseBibleCoach.com is sponsoring a no-cost consulting program. You can go to their website and check it out. It's called Fight for Your Franchise Challenge, where we highlight and write content and articles and some of our interviews that you're uh, listening to now are part of that. So we want you to encourage you, if you're a business owner, franchisor, franchisee, uh, that you would go ahead and look into that. And uh, again, that's FranchiseBibleCoach.com. Uh, but with, with, without further ado, I want to introduce our special guest. Uh, he is Keith Paul. He is the CEO of Handy Pro International, CEO and founder. And I wanted to introduce him to the show. How are you doing, Keith? I'm doing great, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, and as I said to you earlier before we got started, I really love these these interviews. I love talking with guys like you, and I love franchising. So we're going to have a, a nice talk today about the situation right that we're all in, but I'd like to start with how you got to where you got to with your brand and the decision to franchise and things like that. Sure. Uh, well, well, thanks for asking, Rob, and, and thanks for uh, um given all these owners an opportunity to speak and uh, how to overcome challenges, especially during this time where we often group together and share best practices. Um, We got started, uh, my my beautiful wife of uh, 27 years and I, uh, we we were sitting down one day and we wanted to start a business. We had a pizzeria, a small pizzeria, we sold it and we're looking to start different businesses. And at that time, her grandmother, Grandma Rissy, um, was having a kitchen remodeling project completed. And uh, um, the gentleman that was in there said to, uh, said to her, Rob said, I'm sorry, I underbid the cabinets. I need $2,000 more to cover it. The trusting soul that she is, she wrote him the check, gave it to him, never saw him again. And uh, um, Deb and I said, you know, although, you know, I'm not, I wasn't in the trades myself, we said there's an opportunity here because there's so many good people in the trades that uh, um, we know that you know maybe they don't know how to market themselves and maybe we can help uh, you know, make sure do some background checks make sure that some good guys are good guys and then give them to uh, people who don't know any trades people um, and that was the start of Handy Pro we uh, we actually had so many calls for handymen we couldn't find enough so we started our first handyman, because what we do is we provide handyman services and home modifications for seniors and people with disabilities. And uh, uh, so we started with one craftsman, his name was Larry, on October 7th, 1996. And uh, um, now at our corporate office, we have 15 uh, handymen here and we have 14 uh, um, national franchisees around the country. So. Um, we're doing good by doing well and, and just having a, a blast this time. So the, uh, um, I don't know, did you want me to talk about COVID or am I just jumping into it? Well, no, I, it's a great, it's a great segue, but you know, just to kind of touch on what you said. So you, you serve an audience that's more, more of a niche audience or is it 
that you just kind of emphasize more? In other words, do you do work for all con- all household owners or anyone that needs handy handy services, or do you just focus on the senior market and those with disabilities? You know, it, it was kind of the opposite. It's funny that you say that, Rob. Uh, so we we focus just on uh, um, uh, small handyman projects, such as paint. You know, you're some you need you have a to do list at your house, right? Your wife has one that's this big. Uh, that's what we do. Right? We'll put up a ceiling fan. We'll do some drywall and so forth. Um, fix doors. And in 2011, we had so many calls for putting up grab bars and wheelchair ramps. Uh, we looked and uh, did some research and found out that um, there's a real big opportunity to help um, baby boomers who are becoming senior citizens. There's 10,000 people a day for the next 10 years um, that, boy, we, we could help them as well. And ironically, the, the, the people that call us to help the seniors, you know, with the grab bars and wheelchair ramps or uh, um, the uh, um, stair lifts, they're the same people who use our handyman service. They're the children of the uh, mom and dad, right? Because, you know, my dad is 83 and he says, oh, I don't need that stuff. I'm like, yes, you do. Protect, do it for mom. You know, help mom out. We keep her say, oh, I'll do it for that, but I don't need it. <laughs> I, have, so. I have two parents at 82 now, or about to be 82. So okay, you're <laughs> I right. I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing, and you know, I just will point out that's very innovative too. What you just said, uh, it's it's it, it pulls on the heartstrings too for for those that like to serve uh, that market. Uh, but but what a smart idea, right? Because ultimately okay. that is the you're kind of following the market and providing value to your current customers to help them with their real world problems. And being a specialist in that, you're right, that's not an area that most would think about as just being, but but one that would be very commonly needed. So, uh, and more and more as time goes on. We'll that's be- true, because I'm sure your mom and dad don't want to go into assisted living, right? They want to stay at home and I want them to stay home, but safely. But safely, <laughs> exactly. So there you go, very, very smart move there. Well, great, and so, yeah, that is sort of the segue, I mean, we're here in the middle part of 2020, uh, and we're talking about uh, a business. And so the question that I like to ask is, you know, in light of COVID-19, um, how has your leadership or your approach to communicating with your franchisees evolved? And, and we'll get into some other details as well. But how, starting with that, how, how has it kind of impacted your leadership and your interaction with your franchisees and customers? Oh, wow. Well, um, that's, a, that's a really good question. I would say it impacted the leadership and the team and, and myself in, in two distinct manners. Uh, number one, over-communicate. Um, you know, when, when you have to work with your franchisees and say, guess what, We're, we have to close down for we don't know how long. Only part of our service was essential. Somebody needed a grab bar, it's essential, but painting somebody's room is not. So the majority, and those who did need a wheelchair ramp or something, they didn't want us in their home. And I understood it. So uh, we had to over communicate, um, over communicate with hope because we knew this was temporary and uh, um, you know, give a lot of, get a lot of uh, reassurance. But the second thing Rob was, was something that we didn't expect. And I heard, we heard the term um, personalism over professionalism meaning that we had to really connect, over-communicate, meet one-on-one with franchisees and say, okay, you know, where are you at? 
let, let me show you why, you know, this is only temporary, how we believe we're going to come out of this and, and give them reassurance and hope because we, 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 because our service is in such high demand, we didn't think there was going to be an issue opening back up, but we didn't know uh, for certain. Nobody had any uh, certain and, you know, things change on a daily basis. Um, but so we, we worked personally with each of our, uh, our franchisees and how they could communicate with their staff saying, guess what? We don't have any work. Okay, what does that mean to you? How are we gonna, going to make sure that our craftsmen, our team is going to be able to come back better, faster, stronger? And so, uh, you know, we got, we worked with our um, franchisees individually. We put them all on a Zoom meeting and we all just had discussion groups, sort of like our, our, our yearly conferences. And um, if there's anything that really came positive about it, about it, it because we became a stronger community working together. Franchisees were helping franchisees. They were talking about how they were laying off their craftsmen, sharing best practices, and how to when when do you hire them back? You know, I know how much are they going to make when they come back? Can they make more when they're not? And everybody shared best practices this way. And uh, you know, after our first Zoom meeting, you know, I, I sent out a note to the franchise community. I thought I would have to encourage you, and it was the opposite. They encouraged me. They yeah. encouraged yeah. our team. It was amazing. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's exactly what we hear time and time again. I think I mentioned earlier before we uh, were on air that, you know, that is the blessing of a franchise right now, right? Uh -huh. is, is being part of a network in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And that still extends to the to the brand owner, to, to the CEO and founder, right? I mean, who do you have? And uh, you've got a lot of smart franchisees as you have, a lot of people that have extensive backgrounds and a variety of things probably, right? And so now everybody gets a chance. So was there anything unique about like um, uh, some of the ideas they might have had? Did they have some ideas that you've kind of implemented and said, wow, this is kind of a, a neat idea? Um, any thoughts like that or just, just general communication and encouragement? Oh, no, there, there were tons of good ideas. Uh, you know, one of the ideas was even though we're over communicating with internally, they wanted us to externally um, communicate to the, the clients and reassure our, our customers, we call them clients, um, that uh, we're taking this seriously and we're going to do everything we can to protect them. So we got branded masks with logos. We, you know, we updated our badge. So when a masked person comes to your front door, your mom's front door, they have a badge. They can see who we are and verify that that person is who they say they are and put it right on our webpage. Um, you know, the first thing they see is what we're doing to protect them and their family. That's probably one of the best things that uh, the, the franchisee community says because uh, um, it, it worked in the phones are ringing. We're very blessed. Wow. Well, you know, and exactly that, that what we, again, the idea of communicating that we still are valuable. So one, one of our guests shared something uh, not long ago about, you know, prior to the pandemic, you had value, you, you delivered value. After the pandemic, you still have that same value, but the process might change. And one thing that we did emphasize and you hear it over and over is communicating that safety to your client. Right, like you've done. And I think you're right. I think all of us, uh, me included, you included, we want to give back to our communities, buy, get out there, do things. But one thing most of us would want is that clarity about, well, what are you doing different? You know, how are you handling this? And showing them that you're on, and I noticed your site. I noticed that you've done some very clear things. 
But that's what people need to hear, right? Is that 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 is, you know, hey, I still want the value. Just want to make sure the boxes are checked and you're thinking about this and and we're all working together and there you go. Because that's it, right? You you got it. Yeah. So in the midst of all this, what does it look like on the franchise development side? I know you said you had 15 now. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you said nationally or 14 or 15. Um, what's that looking like for the future? How do you see growth happening now with, with in light of, of the COVID-19? <laughs> Very good question. Um, we, and where do I start? We, we've been working on a project for uh, almost two years and we're looking to uh, um, put it out and, you know, and we want to do it in August, uh, but it's like a no touch uh, experience for our clients. They can book online, they can go to an app, and they can uh, um, book. It's almost like Uber, but for home services. Okay. Somebody wants something done for their mom or something or themselves, they just book it, see the price, book, done. They, somebody comes out, takes care of it, they pay, and they can see their account. We've been working on this for two years. We just put this up quicker because we, we weren't pushing franchise development until we were done. And uh, um, now, at, at the end of next week, we're going to be finished. Uh, because of COVID, right? So this will make it easier for our clients and all that. And uh, uh, so, you know, like I said, you know, we opened up a couple last year, um, but uh, and we're, we're going to hit franchise development pretty hard here within the next two years. We want to open up between 12 and 24 uh, more offices. So we're, we're looking to have some fun. And if COVID has any good news, it's helping us give the a better experience for our clients. So now we can... Uh, you know, yeah. I love that. So you're telling me you've been building a really awesome mobile app to accompany the service that your franchisees and your brand can use, but the end user can easily just like Uber or Lyft, they can just kind of buy it and, and have it done. It's kind of all online and, and real easy to do. Absolutely. They can book online or they can see it right on their phone. Yes. Wow. That's, that's huge. I mean, and that, and I do think that, that if COVID and I, my, my trade, my background is technology and, and marketing and sales and, and entrepreneurship and things like that. But I would say that it, we, we're noticing is a lot of innovation or the ability to focus and double down on things that you were just taking longer than normal or whatever. Or just you can focus on it now, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and the need to be more touchless and more digital and, and just, you know, there's a variety of things that maybe you can try, but that sounds like man, the timing couldn't be better. And in addition, what we're, what we're hearing, and I'm hoping you're feeling the same way and you, you let me know, but we're feeling like, you know, the franchise industry tends to uptick a bit when the economy downticks a bit. And certainly with so many people being asked to move on for a variety of reasons, do they go back to that job? Is there a job, you know? Right. And so this movement of folks looking for other things to do the entire franchise industry is that pathway, right? Absolutely. And so, yeah, I certainly hope that you guys you know, easily hit that 12 to 24. Because yeah. I think that's, that's where we got to look, right? That's where folks got to look, to bring something into this economy, be a business owner, and then and, and create some economic centers in your community, right? Absolutely. We were talking to a prospective franchisee last week and he said, you know, my, I don't know if I have a job going back. And so this is an opportunity to do something I wanted to do all my life. And, uh, uh, well, I'm glad we met. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm glad we met. And that's, I, I would think that my, my father, who was a technology guy, he was like a CIO 
Uh, I like to talk to him about him a lot. He's a super smart guy, but I tell you, the one thing he probably would have liked to do more than anything is what you guys do. He, mm. he was a master of building and fixing and tweaking and optimizing anything home. And uh, yeah, yeah, he probably would have said, yeah, well, I always wanted to do this. He'd have been that corporate executive that said, I'm done with this, right? <laughs> so anyway, well, good deal. Uh, well, so great. So tell me a little bit about uh, is there um, is there anything that sticks out the last couple months about a client or a franchisee or just a story, right? Uh, and this can be just about people helping people, just someone going the extra mile. Anything like that happening with it? Because I'm hearing a lot about you know COVID and just communities coming together. I mean, is there anything out of the ordinary that's been happening in your in your communities? Well, you know, um, th there's a lot to answer that question. One thing that said, you know, and you, you just said it, what's happening in the community? You know, uh, there was at one point at uh, um, our office here, we, it, we had to lay everybody off, all the craftsmen, right, at our corporate store. And they, they decided to get together and say, okay, well, we're laid off, now how can we help? And I said, what are they? What they ended up doing is donating their time to uh, work at a, uh, it's called Life Remodeled in Detroit. And it's an organization that helps people who are underprivileged. Uh, they can't fix up their homes. And, um, and so they, they just got this building. They, they, they didn't know what to do and how to fix it. So they spent their time uh, just going out and, and helping when they didn't have to do it. They didn't get an extra paycheck. They didn't do this. They were, uh, you know, on just, getting unemployment and so forth. And uh, um, we found that to be true around around the country, you know, with our franchisees and that, uh, you know, one of our guiding principles is giving back. And uh, um, it would just amazed me that, uh, that, that people were helping during this time, you know, yeah, they were scared. They're hoping they're going to have a job here come, uh, you know, when this is able to work. Um, but they move forward instead of just sitting home and that, uh, Gives me chills. Gives me I chills. knew it. I knew it. I throw that out there and I always get that kind of answer. I, I felt like so many people responded that way. Yeah. I know that, that for a lot of me and, and, and Rick, you know, uh, others that, that are in this, we just wanted to figure out what, what are our resources and what can we do, right? I mean, it wasn't about, it was like what you said earlier about personalized, being more personal and not professional. Like, we've got to roll up our sleeves and figure out how we can help each other. Like, you know what I mean? So that's, that's great. So listen, as we wrap up the show today, um, I'd like to leave our listeners with sort of a, 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 you know, and we kind of highlighted a lot of things today, but like with a gold nugget or a tip or something you might leave the audience just because of what you've been through the last few months, or, or maybe it's just something you've always, a guiding principle you've always used and helped you through this time. Is there anything like that that you could share with the audience? A gold, a gold oh, nugget? We have about an hour, right? No, I'm <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, you know, the, the golden nuggets, Rob, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to say that because uh, I know your listeners are either thinking about getting into franchising or they are fr franchising. Um, and it, the great thing about being a, your own business owner is you get to do what you love, right? If you love operations, you do operations. If you love sales and marketing like yourself, you, you know, you can focus on that. If you like finances, you can focus on that. Um, but one thing that that uh, uh, we want to share is, you know, you, you get busy, 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 busy being an entrepreneur, right? Um, 
is to uh, is, is two things. Never uh, never forget that you know business ownership's about improving your life. It's about improving the lives of the people you serve, whether it's your customers or your franchisees or your team. Uh, have fun. You know, enjoy it. And sometimes we can get, you know, so caught up in doing it, doing it, doing it, we forget to have fun. And uh, uh, the, that, the last thing is, uh, I think the quote was either from Henry Ford or uh, um, Andrew Carnegie. They said, if you're in business just to make a profit, you're a poor business. And what that means is business is more about uh, um, serving the people the right way. It's about giving that great place to work. It's about making sure that your clients have a great experience because if you do that, the profits will come. The profits will come. So uh, uh, just make sure you're taking care of each other. Give back. Have fun doing it. And enjoy yourself. Life's too short not to have fun, huh? That's right. We've, I think we're all starting to really feel that reality, right? right. Um, but no, I mean, that's the franchise industry. Uh, it really envelops that idea. But... Yeah, truly serving your audience and your, your clients and your customers and your community. That's what it's all about. And the rest should take care of itself when you focus that way. There, there are fundamentals, and that's the great thing about franchising because you take care of all those things. And oh, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's been great. I appreciate Keith. Thank you for your time today. Um, well, thank you, Rob, for having us and uh, making the world a better place by doing what you're doing and sharing the best practices and good news. You got it. You got it. I appreciate it. So that'll do it for today's episode of Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Uh, thanks again to Keith Paul, CEO of Handy Pro International. And Keith, one last thing. Is there a website folks can go to to learn more about your, your business and your brand and your opportunity as well? HandyPro.com. There's an easy one. H-A-N-D-Y-P-R-O. Yes. HandyPro.com. Perfect. Well, I'd like to also thank, again, our sponsors, uh, SEO Samba. Uh, you can learn more about SEO Samba's franchise marketing operating system. It is a unique, one-of-a-kind platform uh, that is both centralized and collaborative, built for franchise orders and franchisees. So check more of that out at seosamba.com. And again, check out the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge. You just need a name and an email. You can learn more about that program at franchisebiblecoach.com, and we appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. And bye for now.